Warning, Supernatural The Crossroads contains adult language and discussions. If you're easily offended, do not continue to listen. two of the episode two of the Winchester's discussion. Uh, as you can tell, we had a little bit of a discussion in between episodes leading into this, but this is where we're going to be talking about things that didn't quite fit or the discussion wasn't naturally leading to or things that we want to talk about but don't have any merit on the episode necessarily itself. So with that, one thing that I I, I want to talk about the monster a bit. How, how it looked or what? So... Did anybody catch how, like, they killed this thing? He stabbed it. With what? A piece of wood. That came from? The monster itself. Her leg, right? Well, she had a peg leg. Why? Because she's a pirate. <laughs> Wait, she had a peg leg? She had a peg leg. Do, do you remember them referencing that? She says kick him in the leg. Kick it in the leg. No, she does. Are you sure it was a peg leg? Or Hold was, on. Or was it like a... Bump? It is 1,000% a peg leg. Because she looked like a tree person. So She's maybe a tree it was person, a- but it's a wooden leg. I don't know if you guys have ever kicked wood. That shit hurts, dude. You might have to have... Well, dude, that's the, it does, doesn't splinter does like John, that. But. Does John have like Muay, Muay Thai fucking shins, dude? Because there's no, yeah. absolutely no way he kicks well, Hold on. There's like a that. reason this... So here's the thing. I'll just, I'll just let the cat out of the bag. I looked up this whole thing because as we're watching it i'm like how are they gonna kill this thing the lore logic is with magic equaled in her power so they're like we'll use her body against herself and she points at the leg in the picture doesn't say she has a peg leg let's snap it off like a twig and stab her with it she just points at it i looked it up Latunda lore-wise, her shape-shifting abilities are said to be imperfect, as this doppelganger of sorts would always have a wooden leg in the shape of a molino or wooden kitchen utensil used to stir hot drinks such as chocolate or this other Wait, she has a spatula for a leg? The monster would be very cunning when trying to hide this defect from would-be victims. So the narrative of the lore, she has a fucking spatula wood leg. Dude. But the show didn't reference that, oh, yet used it as wow. the way to kill it. They point at the picture, no logic to it, about how that happened. They just guessed. That's like using the hook man, and you just call him man. Yeah. And you ever and explain the hook. <laughs> and I was shocked by that. I'm like, this is where I said earlier, it feels like pages were missing in a rewrite. Yeah. And they just shot it anyway. It, it's, it feels, that's just laziness. That's pure laziness. That's laziness because yeah. also, and also why Mary goes you should have brought that up on the regular show. Cause to me, that's, that's the one thing that we've talked about that there is no question being posed. That's just bad. That's just bad. Yeah. Well, and also Mary smacks her in the face with a flashlight and it gives her a look like, Oh, that didn't work. 
Well, no fucking well, shit. You're still gonna try to cause some damage. But right? why do they have no weapons? They're fucking hunters. There's not a machete to cut well, through woods. There's not a gun, the a blowtorch, a funny fucking thing, stick of their own. The thing, funny thing is, is Carlos even mentions that he likes to keep fine weaponry on his on his van, and they have even none. though they never carry any fine weaponry. Whether it was the zombies, zombies are killed with an impromptu piece of metal that John finds. Maybe it's out of respect for the pacifists, you know. You're not allowed to have weapons <laughs> on you. Yeah. You know, maybe she becomes triggered if they all carry weapons. If they weapons. all just had weapons. I, I just yeah. was like, these, Sam Dean and John of old and Mary of old would go in, knife and flashlight in one hand, gun in another, professionally aiming as they're walking down hallways. They didn't hallways. have guns in 1972. <laughs> Gunpowder was still relatively new. Yes, yes. They had to, they had to, you see, they had to plunge their muskets. <laughs> they had to. Flush their muskets. Oh, uh, see, Marco Polo hadn't returned from China with gunpowder at if, this point. If there was any type of moisture in the air, depending on where they were geographically, the powder would get, you know, yeah. caked together and good luck trying to fire that. So I, I wanted to get into the monster, but we were kind of running out of time. So I was like, I'll, yeah. I'll save it for this next bit. But I was like, that's a f- pure on fuck up. Yeah. And well, no one caught when it. When you do something like that, now I understand why you said what you said before we started recording that you said, you said what it felt like there were pages missing from There's the pages script. missing. From and the you know script. what? That very well could be because how do you include something like that? Obviously you knew the lore. You knew because you included it, but you actually don't, but you didn't set it up. It. Yeah. I mean, the splinter that comes off of her leg looks like a splinter. It doesn't look like a, a yeah, spatula Yeah, that's why I didn't think about it. Yeah. No, yeah, but, so but even maybe if you was... wanted to get rid of the spatula part and just make it a peg leg, that's fine. But there's still no reference yeah. to that other than pointing at her See, leg. I, I, I think just... they said what was most important, which was a p- part of her. Right. And I think, right? like, for me, like, maybe they just, that's why it was a splinter. Yeah. Because that would make sense. Like, if you hit a piece of wood, a piece of splinter would come off. So, I, for me, it doesn't, like... I can see your point, Thomas, and I'm yeah. totally not refuting it. And I'm, at all. And I'm not like, saying you couldn't disbelief make the argument. Yeah, and I think that's really where I'm at. Like, but it that's is where lazy I'm like, if that that's was, the you case. guys yes. fucked that up. Yeah. Like, that's not getting full marks. But, like, dude, I'm telling you, dude, the thing that blows me away is, like, what we've seen with John so far. It's mm-hmm. like describing, okay, let's go back to the very first pilot. It's yeah. like having the lady in white mm-hmm. be yep. the villain. Right. And at the end, her kids come out of the bathtub, out of the water where they drowned, and they mm. kill her and take her away. But we never know why those kids were even There's involved just two kids because who show they up. never set it up. They just, to us, the audience, just two kids came in and took her down. The to lady help. in white, the difference is the lady in white lures men from the highway and then kills them in this abandoned house. And then two kids show up and drag her away and drown her because they cut out. Yes. Because they cut out or forgot. Oh, by the way, she drowned her kids. And this is the reason. Yep. So you'd be sitting there like, who the fuck are these guys? When you put it that way, that's is an easier way to understand your argument. Yeah. No, I I definitely understand your argument. I just, I'm just saying like my, in my head, Ken, and I just thought, okay, well that that's how they, you know? Yeah. I am on the same page with you though. Like, I feel like you guys are professional hunters and yet you don't have any, any guns or any, any equipment rock salt or any like it just but they have a cool weird. van though. Yes. <laughs> got a cool, and that dude, you're right. It is Scooby-Doo. That's exactly because what they they're trying didn't to have do. weapons. Scooby-Doo and the gang never had anything but flashlights. No, they had Scooby snacks. Oh, you're right. You're right. This place is like uber creepy scoop. 
I, 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 I really yeah. hope there's a reference to that later in the episodes. So, and also, like, I know <laughs> this one I had to let go, Jinkies. but that was the zombies bit. Zombies? I knew you were going <laughs> to fucking do it. <laughs> yes. Stop Be dating our shows, Michael, with throwbacks. Because, it's okay. because <laughs> you, do you guys remember how they kill zombies? They stab them in the head? No. Well, certain ones, but the traditional ones. <laughs> <laughs> Do you, no one remembers this. I don't. It was Wasn't and it was only because blood or something. Yeah. You have to stake them with silver That's to their coffin. Yeah. What does that what does that have to do with Winchesters though? There's zombies in the beginning of the oh, fucking random oh, ass oh. warehouse yeah. that are just I totally, one shot like they, they're in a Romero yeah, film. You forgot about that, huh? Dude, the episode Damn, terrible. the episode was so just blah to me that I didn't even I didn't even remember. Is this that your exactly. first supernatural viewing? But that was the thing, is like that's the stuff. <laughs> That's the stuff that I can't turn off. So I'm two minutes in and I'm like, wrong. Well, what else are you going to mess that. up? They'll explain that. You're they, a lore whore. I am. They're not going to explain little stuff like that. They're not going no, to. The no, the things are, they're going to explain. But that's, that's are, the thing are that the, is like the obvious. That's like the John thing Winchester. where you're or not. Rowena. This is where I lose faith, though, because you're not going to explain canon. You're just doing, well, everyone knows zombies. And it's the lazy way. Supernatural used to look up <laughs> traditional lore from hoodoo and how zombies came about and what it from mattered. Her lore. Yeah, but they still got that part slightly off. And that's the thing is like, if you won't address these little things, I don't have a lot of faith that you give a shit. It's the, when it comes down to it, Thomas, it seems like the, the general theme of our two discussions comes down to just pay attention to the details. Yeah, the details are going to kill. All them. it is, the details are going to de destroy the show. But the overall, is, it's fine. Like these, they're when not you, writing when you this show for us. Who are they writing for? No they're one. They're writing it for a new audience. That's the what whole audience? point. Well, yes, <laughs> but my point is, they are not catering to us, the uber supernatural fan. They're catering to the new person. That then needs why a new is show. it supernatural? Exactly. That's, That's the thing, is if you're not going to cater to an existing fan base, then you shouldn't okay. try. You should okay. just do your so, own thing. So here we go. Okay, so to your point, this goes right back. It's, I'm going to use Star Trek because Star Trek's on point. Man, okay. you're just on it with Star yes. Trek tonight. So Deep Space Nine mm -hmm. is a totally different show mm -hmm. in every single way, except for the things I mentioned beforehand. But they still adhere to the things yeah. that govern the world of Star Trek. Right. They don't just decide to change. right. You know, it's not the way like the Federation the has a different history or now. phaser fire. Yeah. So they still adhere to the details. The details are still there. Even 20 years later with the new Kurtzman era that's going on right now with a new leadership, they're still adhering to the, the general principles that govern the world of Correct. Star Trek. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah. House of the Dragon, Game of Thrones, same, yeah. same logic. Well, we are not, obviously, we don't know much about television because if you go to Rotten Tomatoes, Jesus, the, the, the illustrious and what a well, great, yeah, well great curated site. the mass amount of critics that have rushed over to review the Winchesters. Eight. <laughs> which, eight. Which, is, which is embarrassing. That's sad, dude. Eight. Eight critics. Eight critics. So almost half of that in this room. So-called real critics, okay? Oh, right, right. Yeah, of course. A hundred percent is what they've given the show. And when you what? look and you look at the no. critics, they're they're not from even they're not even from legitimate traits. They're from common sense media, uh, CBR, whatever. One hundred percent. TV, uh, Decider, The Spool, The Rap, which is probably the most 
legit the maybe and then paste magazine these aren't even the worst of varieties where's the deadlines entertainment where's the weekly not even entertainment weekly who used to blow this to review show. this show this this show if it doesn't change quickly and i'm not talking about what we're, like the complaints i'm talking about the it's perception impact. and impact it will be canceled oh that's not good the man. ratings for this and I don't want to get into ratings debate. Well, they don't matter. They do matter as they long do. as there's network television. They matter. And your predominant platform of distribution is network television, the CW. Then the ratings will always matter. It dropped 40% mm, from yikes. Holy from fuck. 700. Let's just, I'm going to round up to about from 800,000 people, which isn't even that great either. No, that's not very good. To 400,000. Give or take. We have more people on our Facebook page. Holy fuck, dude. That's that's not good. Oof. That's not good. No, that's not good at all. This show was supposed to be the show that brought the ratings back up because now they're on average with pretty much all the other CW shows. Riverdale. Well, that show. Let's not. And to be fair, there is... A bit of a shakeup right now over at the CW. They're still yes. trying to figure out what, what they're going to be doing do, moving yeah. forward. Because as we know, Warner Brothers and Discovery, they've merged. There's new leadership. And they went on a cancellation campaign. They canceled tons of shows on the CW. Things that were in production. Things that were simply greenlit. Things that were actually airing. Uh, they did it across the board with all of their properties. But CW, I think, felt it the worst. Well, no, HBO Max, pretty, they got annihilated too. So their major two platforms felt the effect of this shift. So there is some issues there as well with how the network's being handled. And hopefully, once the new leadership fully understands what they want to do with the CW, because not only do we have new leadership from the Warner Brothers side, Warner Brothers doesn't own the large portion of the CW anymore. They sold it to an independent company. Mm-hmm. And I believe they've retained only 7% ownership. Oof. And the new owners don't really know what they're going to do yet with the network. They have said a few things that we can clue in, that we can derive some, some ideas from. And that would be, A, they're going to keep some of the stylized content that the CW has established. Okay. Only some of it. But for the most part, they're going to start trying to rework the network and the perception and branding behind it. Good. It kind of needs it. It, it needs, really does. It needs a reboot, it, dude. It just doesn't work. No. Especially since their key demo, at least they were hoping their key demo, or they lied to everyone, their key demo, that all the con imagine making content, okay, for I the do, past yes. 10 years with a key demo in mind, which was, you know, 18 to 24. And you find out that your key demo is actually 58 years old and older, which... That's fine. They're people too. They want to watch. They want to watch. I'm not trying to. But no, you'd feel I say like that a as a ninny. joke because ah. I see a lot of people talking shit on social media saying apparently we don't matter because we're aging suburban wives and we don't matter anymore as a demo. And I don't want people thinking I, 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 I'm aligning myself with that line of thought. They do. People that are 50 plus years old obviously matter, but they're not the key demo for a reason. They're typically not the buying audience. They're not the ones spending. See, not the, the, the silly thing is they're the ones with money. 
And yet the millennials don't have money. Yeah. Speaking as one, but the 18 to 24 is what everyone wants. Cause that's the traditionally what would spend money on frivolous. Yeah. So things. that's not even that. So they've been creating content for 10 years for a demo. You'd feel like an idiot. That doesn't exist. And then here we are again with the Winchesters pretty much written with that demo in mind. And I know the show was probably written before that buyout, so I'm wondering if they will make some adjustments and changes as the show progresses. It's like I said off air. This show is written in a 2020 mindset and a show set in 1972. And it's 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 today's mindset, set, which doesn't work for a show that's set back 40 years. Yeah. It just doesn't. Well, see, and, it's, it's, that is part of it. But I think it's, I hate to say this, and I hate to lump this show in with so many other things that are out there right now because I don't oh. think it's quite as bad but no. I feel like no it's not I feel like the symptoms of the disease that is plaguing a lot of shows are starting to creep up and that is one we talked about this literally four years almost as long as we've been doing this is writing there are not enough talented writers in the room but more importantly I think it's fucking passion some of this stuff there are a lot of shows that are written and they're just and and mike and i've had this discussion with our own stuff that are just first draft ideas these things happen a then b then c done called it good but then anybody who's a fan of these repeated properties that people are buying up for a built-in audience look at it and say you got 10 out of 10 things wrong the name's correct that's it if you don't have passion to make these things like, like Kripke put 10 years into a pilot, you have to care to that level. And a lot of shows are just writing. Yes, this happens. Then that fuck off for lunch. And it, it doesn't have anybody who's sitting there and really saying, okay, why would they do this? John's a military man. What is he bringing to the table in this hunting troop? Carlos is a clearly out and proud bisexual in the seventies. What is that ramifications in his daily life? Why is Latika a pacifist? Where hers, her family and how is she involved in any of this? They're just like, yeah, there's a Scooby gang and they go on hunts and uh, they find a book and they kill a monster. All right, that's lunch. And I feel like not enough people give a shit who are working in the industry to put enough passion in to think about how do I make this the best thing I can make? They're just making it. Yeah. And maybe that's just me being jaded, honestly. You're but jaded, but for, I, I think for real reasons, you should be jaded because a lot of television isn't very good nowadays. Um, and I know this may not have anything to do directly with Supernatural, although no. we know that the last four seasons of Supernatural did struggle because of lack of talent, not in the writing room. The writers themselves are pretty fucking solid. Thing. It was leadership. That's why almost all of those top writers are now running their own show. And the actual showrunner of Supernatural himself has lost three shows <laughs> in two years. Jesus. I mean, that should tell you something right there. So the, the writing talent wasn't the problem. It was the leadership. Um, but overall, I get what you're saying when it comes to, to the problems today with writing. Mm -hmm. We're in a very similar time There's too as much. we were in the 1950s and the early 1960s, where movie studios started to fall apart. Uh, they no longer had the audiences. They, had, they were doing the same thing they were doing since the 1920s. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't until the French New Wave that actually inspired 
new filmmakers here in America to start doing new things. When the abolition of the Hayes Code and stuff. That also helped. The production Mm -hmm. code, when that was killed off and it was replaced with a rating system, Mm -hmm. you had films like Bonnie and Clyde that really kicked things off and showed people what you could do. The Graduate. It's launched a whole new era of filmmaking that then bled into new Hollywood, which is Steven Spielberg, Coppola, George Lucas, Scorsese, James Cameron, all these people who, by the way, studied and analyzed. They were the first group that studied and analyzed film. And they were inspired by the exploitation era of the the 60s and 70s, and they were inspired by the French New Wave. And they understand understood film from top to bottom. And that's why we had some of the best movies for 30 plus years. Yeah. They're still classics today. But it, they needed a re, they needed new blood and they got it and it fixed things. And now we're in the same position when it comes TV, to television. Yes. Yeah. We are hitting a very, I know people may think there are great shows out there and there are, but with the amount of content that they're putting out, yeah. It's probably one to two yeah. percent of the total content that's actually really good and and well put together. So it's not just a, a problem we're having with, let's say, the stuff we have talked about this evening, uh, as it pertains to the Winchesters. It doesn't mean these problems are exclusive to the Winchesters. These are problems that are pretty much plaguing. All these are across, of yes. these are across yeah. the board, dude. Yeah. yeah. So it's not that we're. And that's where I didn't want to lump griping. this in with that, but it's it's a. Yeah, we're not sitting epidemic. here griping about Supernatural. There's just the attention, the detail is just not there any longer with mm-hmm. a lot of shows. This is going to be. I'm going to tell you right now. This is the last time I'm having a conversation like this for this show. So. Like you can do it if you want, uh, you guys, but I, I don't want to spend another four years talking about a show like, well, if they just did this <laughs> and then it never happens and then we just become broken records and we don't enjoy what we're watching. So then what do you want to talk about? No, we're going to still analyze the show, but this, if they just did this and they did that, like who gives a fuck what they, what we have to say, because what we're saying isn't going to be done. Oh no. And I just get tired of saying it. When I'd rather just analyze what we're given and then give it a grade and say, okay, this is good. Yay. And get really happy about it. And if it's not good, we'll talk about the things that don't work. But I just can't do this again. Can you? I don't want to do it at all. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, I like, and I don't mean like do the show. I absolutely. Oh, I I know. I know. We don't want to sit here and just. I don't want to sit here and be negative. I don't want to be negative and I don't want to do the what if game. Dude, the last fucking thing that I want to do in here is be negative. The last thing I want to do at all is. Especially after the pilot. I was so fucking. Yeah, I was like, cool, man. Like, it wasn't perfect, but it had so much potential. And then the, the next episode comes out and it's like, Wait a second. You'd what is use, this? You'd use none yeah. of that potential. Yeah. It's, 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 again, it's disheartening because we are such, I, I wish people I don't know. Knew. I guess I maybe like, I'm different. You are. You're, I, I don't want to be negative, but I feel like it's an age in which. Oh, I don't want just, to be negative. Go, just saying, oh, it's fine is why there's so much crap out. No, I'm not saying we say it's fine. I'm saying that I don't want to sit here playing the what if game. Yeah, he don't, we don't want to sit in here and write an entire script yes. and be super okay. psyched about that okay. and then they don't ever do anything with it. All right, my, okay. That's I, what I'm I saying. misunderstood. I'm like, like it, I still have the burning desire to have to say what the hell when things no, are done look, poorly. No, we're, we're but, gonna, it, but, but you're like, because I remember... I hate to say this even right now, yeah. How much we spent with like Lucifer's symbolism of that eye... 
Oh, and, yeah, Luke, and Nick and it, none of it matters. What, what's happening is you have a, and I'm just going to say, you have a room full of people who are experienced and knowledgeable, even Ryan, even though he doesn't want to say he is. He'll uh, never admit uh, it. Hey, no. Who understand <laughs> film through and through. And you're analyzing the work of people who don't understand the things that you think. A literary professor is grading high school papers. Now, certainly I would say for the first 11, 12 seasons of Supernatural, those things were there. Yeah. And then they disappeared because the guy in charge just didn't have the, the uh, mental capacity. It wasn't important to him or, yeah. or he just I think, didn't. I personally think Thomas is onto something here when he, when he talks about the writing room and then like, let's say for example, I'm just going to, I'm going to do a hypothetical here. If I got hired to write for this show, mm -hmm. the first fucking thing I would do is I would binge and burn through the entire supernatural seasons just to, so I know what I'm getting myself in. Right. I feel like, and this it like goes back to what you said, Thomas, it almost feels like it's a room full of people who kind of know what supernatural is about, but they don't know supernatural. And yeah. I think, I think they got the that, cliff notes, they got the cliff notes version and they were like, all right, well, I know how to write this. And I think that's the thing that's disheartening to me. It, it, it's very disheartening at, sitting in here, like Mike just said, and, and we're all super fans of this show. And if I got hired to be play Spider-Man, mm -hmm. wouldn't the first thing I do is do as much research as possible on Spider-Man? Well, yeah, read the comics. Yeah, so like... Do aerobics and, I, and gymnastics. Well, yeah, I would need to lose fucking, you know... A hundred pounds? Probably a hundred pounds. Uh, You'd start dating Zendaya? I would date I mean, Zendaya. that'd be worth the... I mean, I rode an elevator with her once, so I'm, you know, kind of... Is she tall? She's actually very tall. Yeah. Yeah. She's hot, too. <laughs> but I didn't know who she was at the time. Anyways, completely different story. But... Did you try to... Did you whip your dick out? I, get, uh, I was sometimes. so drunk I whipped my dick out. Yeah, yes. he does that. He does that. He yeah. does. He does. Yeah. Yep. Totally proven. <laughs> proven fact. Um, we had a trial. Just doesn't mean it's true. And I, I doesn't brought, mean it's false. I brought evidence and testimony. What evidence did you bring? I didn't even listen Plenty. to that. Plenty. Yeah. The words of a drunk man. Yeah. Total evidence. Yes. Your own supported evidence by you. Stupid. Were the words of a drunk man. I. I just feel like. I feel like, and it's, obviously it's two episodes, but I feel like that there is a lack of respect and I don't mean that That's in a bad word. way. There's a lack of respect to the source material. And I think that is, that is why this episode just didn't seem where it should have been because when we say source material, you're not talking about the obvious things that they're going to explain. Right. Yes. I'm, I'm talking uh, about the details, the yes, finer stuff, the right. finer stuff that only yeah. us in this room would, would, right. yeah. you know, notice. I'm okay. I'm okay with them writing it from a perspective of like, okay, we're trying to get new viewers to a supernatural. Well, property. I mean, we were okay with an ensemble cast adventure. Yeah. At first. Yeah. With that pilot set up. Give me national, you know, or, uh, uh, well, that's something that we didn't really get into that much because that was my problem. Last episode, I didn't have a problem because I felt like the characters were pretty much being used to strengthen that's background, right? Yeah. To strengthen the story of John and Mary and to assist. And in that right. way it worked for me. This episode, they it's just, they just felt there. They were there with not a lot of anything well, to just, do. It was, it's weird. They go from, we're a team now. Mary and John are primary. Everyone else is supporting cast. And now this very next episode, Carlos is like, I should be the leader of my own thing, but I'm also a team player. Yeah. Okay. So now you have interpersonal conflict when you're supposed to be the supporting cast, not a main 
element. You're not the, you're the B character, not the B story. I would put him in timeout. Like, listen, bro, obviously you don't know how the hunting life works. You go get in that bathroom and I'll be there real soon. Oh, that's what you would have said. You would have, you'd have alphaed him. You'd have showed him he was the beta. There's no alphas in the show. Mary. Mary. Mary's Mary's the alpha. And that's hot. No, it is. I bet Mary screams her own name. Oh, <laughs> I would know. I mean, I don't want her being softened. Like Carlos is trying to soften her up. Like you got to quit being like that. I'm like, no, no, be dominating. And, yeah. And fucking pull out the whips and chains. Yeah. Tell us what to do, Mary. Tell us what to do. You get on your knees, slave. <laughs> so <laughs> Thomas doesn't want to have any fun. He just no. wants to wallow. Look at him. Look I'm at him. Just, I just let you guys do your sex stuff. <laughs> I just sit here in the corner. Oh, that and wait. sounds weird. Wait it, a well, second. It is weird. It is. Well, he is a bisexual cuckold. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the second one, no. But all right. Uh, you you would like it. <laughs> I mean, so not me and Ryan. That's so weird. But like in general, yeah, you'd like it. <laughs> that sounds so bad. Like, just think about that. Whatever, bro. <laughs> Whatever, bro. That's a line I would say. So question for you guys with these characters, we talked a bit about how John doesn't feel like John, but we also have heard before from Kripke and, and Gamble who sadly aren't on this show, but the, the idea of the, of taking a character on an arc, which all good narrative should, if we want to end up where John is, as we know him in supernatural, is this an attempt to make him the opposite so they can have that change over time? Or are we a little too cynical and fearful that it's just the CW formula? I want to believe that they have this naive character. I think that's what it is. And they're going to take him down a darker path. I don't feel like the show has shown the teeth for that yet, though. But again, it's only two episodes. I also also don't see him making a complete change this season. No, not a season necessarily. Yes and no. Like, I do think that they're trying to show us a complete opposite side of John. So that that contrast when he does when when we eventually get to that moment yeah. where he loses Mary, then it makes more sense that he did really become a totally different person. Mm-hmm. But as the show has stated before, and I believe you even mentioned this during the first hour of our discussion, you know, Mary is like Dean, or I should say Dean is like Mary, Correct. And, and Sam is, is like, like John. John. And though Sam and this version of John could be considered soft-spoken, maybe a little more delicate and thoughtful mm-hmm. with their words. Right. Sam was still a, a bro. Yeah. He was still a dude. And he's still aggressive at and, times. And aggressive. I mean, the way he played with his brother, the jokes, the ribbing. His re- interactions with his father. This John Winchester just c- seems kind of neutered. I know we're two episodes in, as we keep saying, but he's more than just a fish out of water. He also feels just very light. Yeah. I, I, I have a hard time. I have a hard time believing this guy seemed combat. He is not intimidating. Yeah. And I feel like that has a lot. This is fact. You know what I he actually is? recently read this in an, um, in an analysis of it was a, what was the title? It was pretty funny. Something Male the analysis of masculinity in today's culture, something to that effect. And it was about the emasculation of men but it wasn't told as a way to support toxic masculinity. It was just talking about the differences and the changing 
of attitudes towards how men can be perceived and portrayed and represented in different iterations of media. And there was an argument being stated that alluded to the fact that um, it's okay nowadays to show a softer side of men. And I would agree with that. I feel, like, that. No. I feel like in earlier times that was to a detriment of men that actually hurt a lot of men it when it comes to psychological issues. Yeah, they you were kept told, to yourself. They were yeah. told to keep their feelings in themselves. Men don't cry. Men don't share their feelings. Men are not vulnerable. Bullshit. So, I cry every they, time I have to come in here. They were saying that it, um, I don't know what I was saying. Well, you distracted me and now lost my train of thought. What was I saying? <laughs> John Winchester, how it's representing masculinity. And, and there is, after that initial opening, they went into how, Nowadays, a lot of filmmakers are now using a different version, a different archetype of a man. And it's a type of male that doesn't really quite exist in the real world. Right. They, there are beta males, and that's not a, a negative no. thing, but this is slightly different. This feels like a, a, a version of men Toothless. that are an answer to certain people in society that felt like there was too much toxic masculinity. So now they have made men unintimidating. It feels like that's what it feels like. A manufactured type of person. Here's the problem is that in this show in general is that that version, this version of John Winchester is absolutely 0% like the John Winchester that we see. And I'm okay, Thomas, I'm okay. Like you said, with a story arc of, of making him hardened throughout the season and whatever, but Nobody goes, makes an absolute ridiculous 180 change in character from complete yeah. sissy to complete badass motherfucker well, of anything. Like, it's just like, not, it's, it, it, it's not realistic of anything, right? We all here love star Wars. Anakin has had darkness since his first appearance, right? And we've seen that. And it grows and you need that kernel of the person has to be and something there that I don't feel like we've identified with this version of John yet. And I have a hard time. He feels like the recruit heading off to war, not, not the, one the veteran back. returning from war. He's got that fair faced, youthful demeanor, you know, sparkle in his eye of like the world's still good. He hasn't seen his friend die in pieces in his arms. Like we're told dude, look, has happened. So there's a lot of telling and not showing with some of this. Even Forrest Gump came back with some shit, dude. Like it's true. If so, Vietnam didn't bother John, then I find it hard to believe that the death of his wife would bother him as yeah, much as it did. Yeah, also, yeah, and that's, that's, that's so, a bigger problem. That's the problem I have is that when you look at the contrast between Mary and him, Mary is spot on. This Mary is spot on to our, the Mary that yeah. we know. And no especially the Mary that we see the, with that Samantha we learn Smith, about, yeah. Like her in the last three seasons. It's the same fucking Mary. The problem is, is that this John is so fucking different that I have a very hard time believing that he's right. going to go zero to a hundred to the John that we know. And I think that's where, because John becomes completely obsessed after Mary dies. Like he should be far more of an obsessive person and less of an insecure person. The only thing that, that should I, be his baggage. The right only now. way that I let this slide. And I, again, I only two episodes in the only way I let this slide. <laughs> that's the new thing for this. Fucking <laughs> I think it show. is. I think it is. I want to say <laughs> only that blank episodes Only three in. episodes in. Um, the only way I yeah, let this yeah, slide. And then in three seasons, we're, we're going to be like, <laughs> we're only three, we're seasons. Only three <laughs> seasons in. Because that's what we do. We are supernatural. Yes, yes, we are. We are. 
Despite I, what some of those people say that we are negative, haters, yeah. and yet we still apologize. And we're still in here doing this show. For yes. the show. I, the only way I let that slide is that we see John go through some shit in this season. And like, you would think Vietnam would be mm-hmm. some shit, but watching your friend get land out and step on a landmine and blow up 20 feet away from you would probably, probably fuck Everybody, my brain fuck up. With you. you know, but Maybe that's what I'm hoping is that because the John we see when Mary dies is not the same John that we see now. And I need to see him be completely obsessed with Mary. It's like you like said, to a creepy my, degree. To a, I, don't, I wouldn't say creepy, but like, mm. like someone in love with someone who doesn't want to live without he them. He is kind of following her right now. Yeah. I, and, and give I, him that. I want, because it, to, to see someone take that leap after your loved one dies and just go off the, d- the rails trying to find the person that killed them is something that like, like punisher level. Yes. It's punisher level. So I need to see something here in this season of like, okay. Like foreshadowing that yes, type of yeah. behavior. Yes. Like I yeah, need to I'm there for that. That yeah, makes sense. I need that because that makes sense to me. I, I don't see the punisher going off and killing a bunch of people because shadowing because his wife stubbed his toe. And it, it feels like we're told this guy's going to be the punisher, but what we're watching is Doogie Hauser. Oh my god! <laughs> he's he's not typing yet. He's getting there. Oh wait, he has a journal. <laughs> uh, he does have a journal. Wait, no, that's Dean. Dear future kids, today your mother and I fucked. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> honestly, I feel like this might be where one of you, one of you, backspace, all of you were conceived. And also, it was I, weird I when Carlos before, watched. My friend died in Vietnam stepping on a landmine. I also cannot grow a beard in 1972. <laughs> and just so you guys know, most veterans that get out grow beards afterwards. P.S. Is it cheating if Mary Winchester looks completely different than the other Mary Chester? My real Mary, wife. Mary, Mary Chester. Chester. <laughs> Mary Chester. <laughs> oh, shit. Man, my name's Mary Chester. <laughs> Hi. Hi, welcome to my house. I'm Mary Chester. Hi, I saw you checking out my ass earlier. <laughs> you want uh, you want grape or you want red Kool Aid? <laughs> okay, my th- uh, well, see, we're here trying to have some jokes. Thomas is still stewing over there. Yeah, I am. I, I have, I, I have I the had camera on his face, and you could just see yeah. him. Just I had it's, a thought. It's constant thought. Dude. This is what this is what he does at home. Yes, it's hundred percent. I never want to watch his, a show. Randy with Thomas. is gone. She mm-hmm. went to bed. She's tired. He's still talking to her because he thinks she's still there. <laughs> oh, she, she chews me out. She, just, she, she did an arrested development maneuver, and she's just gone. <laughs> she, she full on does that, and she tunes me out because I will. Talk to I much. wouldn't. I wouldn't watch a show with you. I think. I think she I'd doesn't be, like to watch shows yeah. with me for the most part. Or, or more it. accurately, I shut the fuck up while we're watching shows, and I wait for her to not like something before I start talking. I don't talk about any of these things. Mm-hmm. David and I a long time ago decided that we should let people enjoy things. Yep. Yeah. So even if we don't, there'll be something in my fan. Like for example, my family will ask me about some movie. Like, did you see so and so movie? Man, it was really good. I loved it. Did you like it? Did you see mm-hmm. it? I'm like, yeah, I did. I watched it. It was pretty entertaining. I don't get into like it sucked or what, because I used to do that. Like, ah, I didn't really like it because this, this, and that. And I would like yeah. make them lose interest because I would use all you'd the kill, typical things I, that we talk things about. For people. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and then I destroy their enthusiasm what and if, then they hate life. Yeah. And I feel like there should be some people out there that enjoy life. Yeah. But I would, cause that's the thing is I was sitting here and I'm sitting here thinking to myself and I'm like, 
Okay, so Carlos and Latika have to die. Right. Or they get mind was, wiped from reality to where nobody remembers about this. Why would you do that? Why not have, if this is a true prequel, why couldn't we have a young version of Ellen? Or, know, that's or Ellen's husband? I know. Where's Bobby? Because they're Rufus white, is like 90 Thomas. years old. They're white. But Rufus, where's He's Rufus? Yeah. It's not good enough anymore. Let's so, have him show unless up. Unless they did a Lando Carizion on him and made him pansexual out of nowhere in order to fit a demo. I'll fuck a demon. Thomas, this show, even though it's Jensen that's producing it, this show is written with a very specific yeah. progressive demo. But see, that's the, I was sitting here and there's like, nothing wrong with that. But when that's your sole focus, then why, you lose why, the narrative. Because I guarantee you, why didn't you use Ellen? Why not? She's, she's a great she's, character. Because it would not make room for characters of diverse background. That's why you can't use Bobby. That's why you can't use Ellen. That's why you can't yeah. use Ellen's husband. I'm, that is the yeah, reason why I know because the show was designed for CW for an audience that doesn't exist, that they're trying to pander, um, to pander to an audience that doesn't exist, which is because I'm sitting here. Like if I was writing a prequel, the car, the mystery machine would be Bobby, Ellen, John, and Mary that I fucking watch the shit out of that. Well, of course you would. Yeah. Well, that's why I'm sitting here. You're a white male. That's why I'm sitting here. Right. We're all sitting here. And honestly, that's not the problem with the show. No, it's, it's, not. it's not. But but it's I'm not, telling but you, I'm just answering your question. You know what? For you're, you. you're right. It's not the problem no. with the show. But but I think that we would be a lot less harsh on the two side characters because we know and love them. Because yeah. well, if also, you yeah. if you look at Bobby and you look at Ellen, if you take those two characters and you replace Latika and Carlos with those two characters. Now we look at those characters in a different light because they already have a reputation. Carlos and Latika are brand new to us and we don't cut them enough slack because they're brand new characters. But if it was Bobby and Ellen, both of us, all of us would say, that's Bobby and Ellen. Let's see what happens because we would want to I mean, know. I can get wanting to not just do that yes. necessarily either, but I feel like we need a few Star Wars spinoffs, Clone Wars and especially Rebels do a really good job of you know this character and love them. Yeah. Here they are. Here's that's Darth how this, Maul. That's how this universe is connected. There's, We need some of that, I feel. Or some more connective tissue. Yeah. To make it feel like a part of the greater whole, yeah. not just this vestigial thing that's also over there. So, yeah. I don't know. Which, you listen, Robbie Thompson isn't opposed to these things because he right. actually wrote one of my, I don't want to say favorite, but one of the more funner Star Wars comics a couple years back. He's the one who started... Um, Oh man, I forgot his name. Hold on a second. There was a the Star Wars cyborg character. Hold on, I'm gonna look it up because now I feel like a Star Wars cyborg from what? The comic book character. I forgot his name now. The oh, oh Baylart Valance. He's from the old school 1970s comics, and then he was brought back recently. Finally, he was brought back into canon in a 2019 comic book run that Robbie Thompson wrote. And this guy is the hardest motherfucker. He is written <laughs> in the same vein as the 80s action hero. So he's, he's, uh, he's Arnold Schwarzenegger. He's basically Arnold. So Robbie, wow. Robbie Thompson isn't opposed to like hardcore masculinity because it being, his comic book is balls to the wall. Shoot him <laughs> up. How big is my penis? Check it out type of writing. So he's not against Hell that. Yeah. So I, I feel like he is writing for the CW. All right. Yeah. I think that's what it comes down to. I think you're right. And the reason why the supernatural show itself never really fell victim to that fully 
is because it started on a it started network that beforehand. wasn't like that. The, but if the you WB. look at the 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 slow process between season one to season fifteen, yeah, you see it. You you went from gritty realism to faux CW universe characters that don't really quite exist in the real world, right? Wait, angels don't exist? You know what I mean? I know, I'm just <laughs> fucking weird. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think we've run out of things to talk about for this hour, so that'll do it here. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you all for being patrons. We're we're still going to be watching this. We're still very excited for what this can be, despite what we're seeing as lacking at the moment. Hopefully you guys have agreed. If not, that's fine too. Leave some comments. Let us know what you think, and we'll see you all next time. You little maggot. You are no longer a part of this story. Hey, ass butt. Thank <laughs> you.